What's up, what's up? We're going to be talking about In Love and Death by The Used today, released back in 2004. High school. Oh, powerful 2004. 2004. came out. Didn't we just do... Yeah, I think we've been doing a few albums around that era. It's a good spot. Lately. So, In Love and Death was the second album by Utah-based post-hardcore emo punk alternative band The Used. <laughs> That's all what all their the, genres are. All of the genres. Post-hardcore, okay? They're post-hardcore. Yeah. It's a fusion of emo, punk, alternative, whatever. Provo, Utah? Mm-hmm. Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was released in 2004. Uh, it was the follow-up to their debut album, which was in 2002, I believe. Good album. Sounds as about re- right. Yeah. That was real early on the emo scene, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was one of the first ones. Yeah, these guys kicked it off. These guys got real popular in like the skate scene and everything, mm-hmm. everywhere. They, I think, one of their songs. I think was it on the? It wasn't on this album. Their song "Poetic Tragedy," I think, off their first album, first one, yeah. came out. It was on uh, the movie "Grind." I remember hearing it on that soundtrack, so that got them a lot of publicity, probably. So the first singles off of this album, uh, so this album came out back in September 2004. First singles were All That I've Got. Uh, Oh, wait, no, first single was uh, Take It Away, which came out in August 2004. And looking back at these old albums, I think we talked about it on some of these other ones uh, recently, uh, that they seemed, they, they released like one song before the album came out lately, anymore it's like there's like three or four half of the album's yeah, been the re- album, yeah. yeah they release half the album before it comes out because they like lead up for like three months or something or it's like here's a new song every two weeks until the album comes out but uh, december so oh, the yeah yeah so so i single before no they did they did so the album came out in september but take it away was released oh. in august okay and then all that i've got was the second single which came out in december and then February, they released I Caught Fire. And then this one was more of a... Um, those were like the main singles, but in April of 2005, they released... There's a bonus track on the album, Under Pressure, cover of... You know, cover of... Uh, that one was dope. With yeah, Gerard from... With Gerard from, from uh, My Chemical Romance. It's funny, actually, one of my buddies, there's a, he's a huge My Chemical Romance fan, and he's always... There's always this kind of... Oh yeah, the used or my chemical romance, which is there's always the battle of who's better. But it, the in reality, the uh, Bert McCracken and uh, Gerard Way are actually good friends. I think the two bands have actually toured together in the past yeah, a bunch. too. I saw so. them together. Yeah, oh, did you? I think in 2004. Even. Did they play Under Pressure? Maybe they did, and you don't remember. <sighs> I don't remember. I really liked Under Pressure though when it came out. Yeah, but the used. I yeah, mean, this I, is their second. They album. wrote such a good song with that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, they really, didn't. That was Queen. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> just the kidding. whole, like, uh, who was it? David but, Bowie. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Queen yeah. was, like, the same thing. It was, like, the news featuring yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerard. So they did, yeah. It's kind of cool. Little, yeah, that's a cool, rendition. yeah. So it just went in line with the way the song original <laughs> did its thing. Uh, this album was produced by John Feldman. Any Blink-182 fans <laughs> listening? I'm a huge Blink fan. I know people are... Modern times think John Feldman is like the evilest thing or something. Like he's the worst 
he ruined the band. I don't think that, but he is known to have produced some very great albums in the past, and this is one of them. So, if you think he's garbage, go listen to this album and think again, because this thing is not garbage. We wouldn't be talking about it if it was. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some of those later. We're like, man, this thing is. Why are we listening to this? Um, yeah, so the the album the style the style blends emo punk and alternative, coining the terms post hardcore, nice. big post hardcore surge in the early two thousands, and um, late and and late tens. and yeah and it's still and <laughs> since yeah 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 this is where it all started no yeah. that's not I mean there's I further there's earlier origins than that too but yeah um, let's see. And one thing I want to point out before we get to listening to the album is looking like about this album. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of arguing regarding the album's direction, when uh, which turned into uh, which in turn helped generate some of the aggressive nature of the album itself. So uh, there was a lot of bickering between which way they wanted to go with the album. It, from what I saw, it sounded like they. They kind of wanted to go a little bit lighter direction than the first album, which is why you get some of that poetic, you know, there's there's some, like, lighter sides of this album, but it gets very aggressive, especially towards the end. Holy cow. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. I'll probably <laughs> mention that numerous yeah. times. Yeah, this album gets crazy at the end. <laughs> oh, man. I, this is probably, you know, I remember when I was a kid and, or when I was a kid, I was what fifteen. Okay, when this came out, when I was in high school and all that, and listening to this, um, I remember think like this was probably the hardest album. Like this thing went the hardest out of anything I listened to. But they got me on the singles, and then I got into this album's awesome. And I remember like songs like sound effects and over dramatics. Yeah, now that we're looking at the singles, and those are a little misleading. Yeah, yeah, to oh what yeah. This album, yeah, <laughs> has yeah. in store for you. Maybe that's a John Feldman thing because that's kind of what Blink One Eighty Two did on their last album. They released like the poppiest song off the album, and everyone's like, "This is going to be all poppy." The album's yeah, not poppy. <laughs> so maybe those were a psych move. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. Um, one last thing before we start listening, uh, Bert. Uh, lead singer Burt McCracken was dealing with the death of his ex-girlfriend at the time of recording this, which is another thing that lent into a lot of the kind of tragic sounding, uh, emotional emo things, you know, and the aggressive nature of it too. So, um, and, uh, yeah, let's just get into this. So we're going to kick it off right now with take it away. We're going to take it away with, let's take it away. (laughs) You ready? We'll go three, two, one. Starts off with that little... Oh, we're going to have to do that again. Pause it, oh pause it, pause it. Rewind. Mine was already going. We're, How okay. How dare you? How dare I? All right, ready? Zeroing three, it out. Zeroing it out. Take it back to zero. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. Life's greatest mystery. Hasn't started. I love the disc scratch and then the gun (laughs) shot to kick the album off. They did this live when I saw them. It's like ten times cooler live. Did they do that when you saw them? I would imagine so. Because this was brand new. This was? Oh, man. It was uh, Taste of Chaos. Yeah. I think it might be 2005, actually. Yeah. Taste of Chaos. Was that with Story of the Year? 
Story of the Year. Nice. Yeah. Story of the Year, The Used, and MCR. And there's one other band. I was... So, my preface here is I listen to metal. Yeah. Always. And hard rock. And then I heard this. And I was like, oh, okay. And this branches... It kind of bridges the gaps between... Yeah. Punk, metal... It's not... This isn't metal, but it bridges that gap. It brought... Someone from metal into yeah. punk and yeah. post-hardcore, yeah, yeah, and kind of emo because yeah. you'll once we go through some of these tracks, you're gonna get big contrast yeah. between this, and then it'll go into some piano ballad, and you're like, yeah. "What is going on here?" I love the manic nature of his like. It's not even just the screaming; it's just the manner of how he. Sings. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he's like singing a poem. Yeah. With like cool cadences. Yeah. And then he's just yelling in your ear. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> insane. It's very manic, and I love that about this album. Oh man. See, you know it's not love. We just hate the light. Let's just get it all dark here. The sun is burning, though. He's saying to burn the sun. The sun is literally burning. Take it away, dude. <laughs> and he does... It's coming up here in a minute where he does a little... There's like kind of a... Poem that poem breakdown type yeah. thing where... And he does that live a lot, a lot where he, he just like... Goes off trailing on some like random poem thing. And it's like, what? But it's cool. <laughs> The build up, the build back, yeah. Take my hand. Just got that rolling the, bass, I, yeah. Rolling bass going on there, and then the drum beat right here. I love this. It's just like, oh, oh yeah, it's 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 one of those. The drummer kind of. A lot of times on something like that, you'd be like going really fast on the hi hat and slower on the snare, but he switches it, and it's just a constant like. On the snare, and then having an open hi hat, giving it that loud, just chaos sound. I dig like the classic four piece band. Yeah, singer, guitar, bass, drum. Because I feel like everyone adds to the song. Yeah. When it's when it's changed in any either direction, I feel like there's less of something. Yeah. And I feel like the when it's like the four piece, you. You get that. You get yeah. It. Like, everyone is as good as each other. And yeah. You, you really notice it. Yeah. Oh. The outro to the song's so good. And then how he trails off just laughing, like, chaotically. <laughs> it's like... Sounds like the Joker or something. Nuts. And then that jumps into I Caught Fire. I love how it, it gives you that immediate balance of chaos and, oh, now we're gonna get kind of emo here for you. <laughs> And here's a love song. Yeah, they bring it down. <laughs> yeah, really tone it down. That jazzy bass in the back. Yeah. I like... There we go. That little roll on the toms is really nice. And there's almost a poppy nature to this song, too. Yeah, for sure. 
That would explain why this was a single also. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with those echoing vocals right there leading into that. Into the chorus. Right, like, before the chorus, there's kind of an echo. And there's, like... I don't know if it's... It's not... I don't know if the drummer's using like rim shots there, but I think it's a. I think it's like an added electric. Yeah, I like was a, I was thinking that same exact thing. I feel like there's a lot of production in this kind of. Yeah, it's a production there's thing. There's a lot of added effects. Yeah. And background stuff. Kind of woven in. A lot of keyboards yeah, and that's, in here. Yeah. They don't have a keyboard player, so no. it's just kind of extra. It's stuff kind of a backing track. Up. Yeah. And that's back to John Feldman. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> People, you know. Just a little bit, little touches. Yeah, there's little touches like that. Just... You can take your heads off and stay in bed, you know? <laughs> just good. Is that poetically talking about we could just... Die in bed and be happy, you know, happily ever after. And that's why the album is in love and death. I like how he... We're about to get to where he starts screaming a little bit. To add a little more emphasis to this. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Screamo scream. A little bit. I feel like the use nailed it. Bert. Yeah. Bert's kind of the champion. Good little so. accents. You'd be hard pressed to find better. Yeah. I don't know. Post hardcore is actually a pretty good term. I like the the little outro here on the so the drums he is using a rim shot here. Oh the. Yeah, it's like a roll on the snare. It's fun to play. It's really cool. It's creative. It basically taking all the symbols out and bringing it back to almost a, not acoustic, but just like back to a really quiet type of ballad to roll out on. We got a ticking clock. Classic going. album. The end of one song is the beginning of the next. Yep. The just gonna clock. lead into it and boom. These are kind of the songs that caught me, and sort of led me into more punk rock stuff. Yeah. Is like Let It Bleed. Yeah. A bunch of these songs you'll notice, like, they're like high energy, sort of fun songs, but the, <laughs> the, the lyrics, lyrics are dark. Are that's, not how, that. <laughs> that's how, uh, like, Third Eye Blind is. Like, yeah. that's a band I love. They do that. It sounds all like poppy, or it's like yeah. It gets you. They're singing your about. Head, they're singing like, about like suicide second. or dying or what, what the here? hell. <laughs> and then it really hits you though, and you're like, dang, this is good. Dying, you might want to sing. I love the uh, the symbol pattern in here. The use use of the bell on the ride, and then there's like a little splash and a crash, and then I think even a trash symbol. A lot of little, those little accents are so cool for the song. Good stuff. 
And there he goes, bringing a little of that gra or scream in there. Oof. Here we go. About halfway through the song, this little yeah, the bell breakdown, Bert screaming, and there's his manic laugh, and there's some more of those uh, rim shots. Just really nicely accented. Yeah, this he is could, like the post-hardcore yeah, signature now. Yeah, this heavy. We need yeah, to like bands like, down, like and then you we see go like right back to singing. Yeah, like bands like Beartooth now. This is where they got that from. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean the the guy from Beartooth is from Attack Attack, which is around this same sort of time. Oh really? I think oh. a little after, yeah. but yeah, so same. So it's they like kind of started. They probably the look. Yeah, they look to this stuff and boom. Yeah, it's, it's pretty on point. <clears throat> No respects to Powerful Quinn, but it's always nice when a band's guitars aren't the focus of their sound. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's sort of their punkness, too, is that the drums and the bass carry the song. Yeah. And then, I mean, you got Bird on the front. You can't really fucking overshadow him. And then they bring it real, real low. We still going here? We good? And now we roll into All That I've Got. So this lightens things up tone-wise a little bit. But emotion-wise, lyrically-wise, definitely not. So deep. <laughs> It's so deep. It's yeah, so deep. first lyric is so deep. Another single. Another single, yeah. So one of the lighter Yeah. Music. So songs. so far in the first four songs you've had heavy light, heavy light. Mm -hmm. Turn my little do not disturb on here so we don't get like a phone call interrupting this. Wait a minute. Man, that could have been bad. Knock me out and let me go back to sleep. You know, one thing with his vocals, he has kind of a higher registered voice. Yeah, for sure. And they didn't... I've noticed that I talked to you before about... I saw Neck Deep live once, and his voice is higher... Oh, they kind of produce the, it out. Yeah, when they produce it, they lowered it. I think with Bert, they, they didn't do too much of that. Yeah. They kind of allowed his natural, uh, he does have kind of a higher register. Which, I mean, it again, kind of went, uh, influenced the whole emo yeah. scene that came after this. Yeah. So a lot of sort of. One thing on the <laughs> song, there's like a xylophone, that little xylophone in the back. Yeah, ding, yeah, dong, yeah. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Kind of gives it a, yeah, gives it a. song has like a production. Yeah. To it. The, even scream. This is such an emo song. It's so good. 100%. 100%. Far yeah. from lonely. It's all I've got. But it's still catchy as hell. Oh, it's so catchy. 
right in the feels. They get you right in the feels. They get you singing along. We go drum and bass breakdown. Yeah. You know. There's That's even like some strings in there. Too. Uh huh. See, yeah, yeah. then yeah, the strings. Yeah, they don't have a violin player. Nope. <laughs> it's not yellow card. Yellow card didn't exist. Yeah. Maybe maybe they heard yellow card and were like, "Hey, we we can throw some strings in here." <laughs> I love that. Okay. It's me, and then the toms yeah, right here at the seat, dude. to kick it back in. Dun 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 dun. dun. Boom. That sharp snare. Depending on not all that uh tending. I don't know if they used a little bit of a vocal effect there too to give it kind of a his vocal a little bit of an echo on that last little uh He kinda does that a couple times. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of like well placed in that song in like certain spots though, yeah. where he kind of fluctuates the yeah. uh, the octave or something. Of yeah, his voice. yeah. Sort of a what Post Malone does a lot nowadays. Yeah, yeah Maloneliness is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And cut up angels. See, see, cut up angels kind of changes the course though. It doesn't. It, because how they kind of went heavy, light, heavy, light. This is another kind of mid, kind of, it's yeah, not a heavy the, song. The song that follows this, I think it's pretty heavy, though. Listening. Yeah. Yes. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will get there here <laughs> in about three and a half minutes. Cut Up Angels is the weirdest song if you listen to the Yeah. Lyrics. Oh, yeah. I oh. have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> It's a little violent, I think. It kind of, yeah. If we die at the same time, they'll clean up the mess. This kind of <laughs> makes me think of like Little Piece of Heaven by uh, Avenged yes. Sevenfold. Yes, when you listen yeah. to it, it's like, oh, this sounds nice. And then yeah. you look at the lyrics, they're like, yeah, you're like, oh, wait, you're what? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, like, this, I mean, it's, yeah, it's talking about, yeah. Let's see. There's some piano in there. You hear that little piano? It's like uh, a bit sky-y with the like. It's almost. It's almost kind of. It almost has this. Uh, like a carnival. What am I? No, no. Yeah, it's kind of carnival feeling. Yeah. Uh, or even classical. Like there's a haunting that piano. This loss of blood to my brain feels like a gun. Like. Jeez. But he does, he does get a little scream. There's a little bit of screaming in this yeah, too. Yeah. They're pretty good. They kind of had breakdowns before yeah. breakdowns existed yeah. because mm -hmm. again the whole post hardcore thing. Let's see. Told the, I told the angels can't stay in hell or in heaven. I asked the devil if we cut out the bad. Well, then we'd have nothing left. <laughs> well, then we'd have nothing left. I like this. 
I think if this came out today, scratch. people would be like, this is overproduced. I can't stand it. It's terrible. <laughs> this scratch. <laughs> Apparently, I was way off with Yellow Card. They, they pro- came out in 97. Apologies on that Yeah. One. Right here. He goes, Oh, yeah, this is the little just breakdown. Like a good, yeah. And then he, the, yeah, the way they trail out. Just a little bit of screaming, some of that manic. Unfortunately, Bert can't. I don't. I, I, he could still scream a little bit, but he can't do it the he way does, he does. Yeah, I don't. I think that's on but, purpose. I heard that too. When I saw him live, it, it's the ba- I think the bass player does a lot of these screams, and it sounds fine. Just sounds great. Backing. I think Quinn does some of the backing too. Or, yeah. So this is coming up like my favorite section of the album. Yeah. This is when it gets a little on the crazy side. We were just warming up. Yeah, that was all that was. And this this album, some albums they like build up and they get peak in the middle and then they kind of slow down. This one just kind of keeps ramping things up, I feel like. Yeah, it gets, when it go it goes low and it, it might kinda, go lower than it did before. Yeah. And then it goes higher than yeah, it was yeah. before. It's kinda like gives you a little break. 100%. And then yeah, listening. Doom doom. Yeah. He's a big ass floor tom, whatever that is. Yeah. This one I think just kills it musically. Yeah. This, this song, listening, has an unsubstantial amount of listens, and I think it's a... Everyone's listening season. to it. Nobody's listening to it, it's so weird. Oh, you mean there's not? Oh, I no. thought you said it. I thought you... Oh, man. No, there um, are no listens to this track, uh, and it is one of their best it, songs yeah. ever to me. Yep, this is another thing. Everyone knows the singles on this. Even Under Pressure has... Even the Under Pressure collab has more listens than this. <laughs> yeah, it just what... Playlists. If you're listening, to, Spotify, if you're listening like, to this dude. podcast right now, you better be listening to listening, listening. by the used. Listening. Session. The screams on this right here, are just yes. they're insane. He's just losing his mind. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh. It's kind of funny how. <laughs> I'm not listening. To you're you. not listening, anyways. It's so ironic. Jeff Howard. I think that's the bass player, right? Because, yeah, the album he starts out it. like crazy with Take It Away and goes down, gets crazier on Let It Be Lead, and down, down. Right here, this breakdown on this song is where it really goes off. This is great. This has that Joker laughing shit. Yeah, in it's the background. Him just yelling at oh, you. Oh, God. He starts whispering a little Do-do-do. bit. Ah, oh, so good. How about that bass? (laughs) Here's a nice little scream right here, yeah. I don't see anything. See, he goes, yeah, right there. He kind of goes into almost a little bit of a different register on his scream, too. Oh, he's got a bunch. Yeah, Yeah, it's nuts. It's uh, that classic sort of early 2000s screamo where, like, they'll throw a scream in when yeah. you're t- <laughs> just And then talking. here on the outro, he has kind of a deep scream, I think. There's the piano like again. Wait, hit. Yeah. <laughs> this is just heavy. 
That's a good song to just put you to sleep. Big fat tom <laughs> hit right at the end. Oh, yeah, the toms on that make it no. so heavy. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, so coming from metal to some of these, like, listening is just like, damn, they like, can oh, kill wow. it. Yeah. They can kill it, and then they go into this. Yeah, Yesterday's Feelings. And it's kind of like, well, now I gotta hear this, because they just murdered that last <laughs> song. <laughs> I better be listening. I'll listen to the slow shit, just yeah. to see what they come up with. Yeah. 100%, yeah. And this one has kind of that lullaby feel to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's xylophone in this. Yeah, the same. There's like clinking glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff in the background. Yeah. Like It's like they're doing it in a jazz hall or something. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, yeah, Bert can do this like really low mellow acoustic stuff really well too. It, uh, yeah, I think the and guitar then, and bass are actually acoustic. It almost sounds like probably, I believe so. Maybe a pedal effect. And I think like the drums, the snare is. They didn't use the same snare on this song as they did on the other songs. I don't think. Yeah, it's kind of... It's got a different kind of sound. Jazzy. Yeah. It doesn't have that pop like their regular... Yeah, it's not a... Yeah, it doesn't pack nearly as much of a punch. Yeah, today... Dun, dun, dun... There's even, like, sounds of, like, birds, I think. There's a lot of, like, little sounds in this song just kind of fluttering around <laughs> in the background. They've actually changed members a lot more than I thought they did. Really? Yeah. They don't have the, they don't have the drummer from this. This was, I think... Yeah, yeah, this wasn't the same drummer they have currently. This is their original, but uh, I think he only did two of the albums. Yeah, you're right. Ian... And oh, Quinn. Brandon or something. Quinn left, too. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, Brandon. Now they have, they've had Dan since then, but... That guy actually went on and drummed with Rancid. Did he really? Yeah. I could he, he was on Rancid's I mean, previous three albums, it looks like. A, uh, huh. There's the birds. Yeah. Light <laughs> with the sharpened edge. And, the, and then this one's... This one brings the, the pace up a little bit. Yeah. A little more punky. Yeah, yeah. It's like every song is a different, almost, genre. Yeah. Yeah, it all fits together really well, but none of, them, none of these songs sound like, oh, this sounds like that song. Yeah. Like, you could hear For two sure. of these songs... Even the heavier ones, even the lighter ones, they all have their own little... They did something different on all of them. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so this was the last uh, album for the drummer they had. They, he only did the first two albums, yeah, and then I guess random. maybe Memories or whatever. But... So there's some of those rim shots. And that there's like a piccolo snare there, I think he's using. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you see then the regular snare snare's a little deeper. 
Yeah, that's true, huh? So the drummer they have, his first album with them was Artwork then. Huh. Oh no, it was Lies for the Liars. That one would make more sense. Yeah. That one was also a dope album. What year was it that? It is. That was 2007. Seven? Okay. Yeah, that one is... So that was their only member change at that point. Yeah. That's an album that's really good, too. Yeah, I really I don't like th- I mean, it's, it's a good follow-up. Like, I don't think... It's like, coming after something like this, is like, how do you top this? But... Yeah, true. That true. one's awesome, too. I do like, like, that the band didn't just start trying to replicate everything they did though on their first two their first two albums are fairly different from each other they're they're similar enough that you know they're the same band but like this one adopted more of this kind of poetic nature to it i guess where the first one was a lot more just aggressive and heavy but this one kind of the first one had that but yeah this one just like had kind of a... This one feels like it has an overarching stuff. theme into it, I guess. It's still kind of all over the place, though. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, I don't know, genre, but... Yeah. Depends where your perspective is. Like, your favorite song on this album... This isn't rap, and I don't like it. <laughs> Unless it's kidding. that. I'm just kidding. Well, no, actually, I think... Uh, I want to say Heart uh, Lunacy Fringe. Yeah. He kind of raps in it in that like uh, it, it may not be that song, but one of the so- the later songs. I think so. He, in this like, album, it's like he's saying the poem, but he says it in the cadence of yeah, the yeah, words yeah. and stuff, almost like he's rapping. Yeah. So you might like that if you're yeah. into rap stuff. So this, okay, so this song's really <laughs> nice and light and dude, very warm feeling. That guitar riff, kind of higher. One? A little yeah, real picking real high pattern. or I guess yeah. low on the neck. Yeah, uh, and then we get into my sound effects and over. <laughs> we should just go back to the beginning, and then it runs into oh man, sound effects <laughs> and over dramatics. Please, what let's. could that title mean? No, <laughs> this is reminiscent of like sharp objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little over dramatic on this one, you think? Oh yeah. Definitely. And some sound effects, too. Oh, man. This is one that's just like, uh, how is there not more listens to this? Oh, yeah. How many? 3,000. Oh, man. Come on. (laughs) But you can kind of tell. I mean, this is just Spotify, and this is a however old Spotify is, yeah. So it's whoever's listening to it now. But you can kind of see, like, where people... The people who listened to the used, what did they listen to the used for? Yeah. It wasn't to have them scream in their face. And I I feel like this is one of those, like, when you're listening to this album and you get to this point, and it's like, he just goes insane on this song. Yeah. And it's almost like, I don't think he could top that. And then later on in the album, at the conclusion, he kind of does. He does. Just as as big. (laughs) It's just like... It starts Man. big, it goes down, it comes oh, back up, God. it goes down again, and then it ends big. I like the uh, the the vocals here. He's kind of, like it's almost forth. like a back and forth with himself, but the way they recorded it, or something? yeah, but um, like he, 
He's like answering himself or replying to himself yeah, almost. Yeah, call and response. That's yeah, what and, call and response. but the and the response sounds like he's coming from some other room or something. So it's man, so good. This is a song you want to hear on good headphones oh, or dude. in a good in a good setting. You listen to it three times, you're gonna hear a different song three times. You're gonna hear yeah. all the and then in the background, there's just chitter chatter. Yeah, there's just like crazy talk going on. You can't even make out what's being said. It just sounds like... Mm-mm. But it's just nonsense. And it's great. <laughs> Big fat and then, drop. Oh, yeah. And then he gets really heavy here. Insane. You want a breakdown? Dude, this here, is you, sick, Here's man. your breakdown. The song's like climbing a ladder. Because it gets crazier at the end. When someone's trying to fight you. <laughs> I love that. And, and on they the like drums. fall down yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, They're trying to get up and it's like, okay, monster's coming out. Big fat bass solo right yeah. there. Yeah. And the little wow. ride, wow. the wow. use wow. of the ride wow. symbol. And then we go back over to the open hi-hat. It's good. Man. Tom's again. You know, like the end of the Blair Witch Project when Heather's screaming her head off? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, that's what this sounds like. You're dying. (laughs) Like, Bert screams, but then there's that, like, growls in the back. Yeah, there's mixed in growls. Oh, God. And then the whole drum outro? Yeah, oh. All those toms, the heavy. And then he last word, smile, that manic. That little touch of that smile at the end is just like, wait, what? <laughs> what? what? You want someone to smile that's now? You just song, went man. insane. Like, and it's then you're just like, man. that's like bipolar. <laughs> if you've heard of the use and you've never heard of sound effects and over dramatics. Go listen to it. Yeah. That is this band. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. And then we jump into Hard to yeah, See. Back to say. sort of the jazzy club. <laughs> and there's... Are those, uh, there's some like synths going on in there, I think. Or piano or something. Yeah, some sort of key. It's like an organ, actually. It's like an organ sound. Yeah. And this, this song's kind of like your last little breath before the song, the album just completely goes wild at the end. (laughs) It's like, stick with us. We're yeah. still an emo band. <laughs> it almost would have been, like, a real... It would have just been a... It would have sucked if they ended the album on a song like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they just kind of trailed I out on something like they that. they ended it the way yeah, they ended it, yeah. for sure. Like, this is a great song, but if they, like, ended it with this song, you would have been kind of like, wait, I want more. <laughs> It's kind of got some early 80s sort of synth piano. Yeah, yeah. And there's some strings in there, too. There's like violin, almost. Uh, This was the other single, right? This is the last single? Hard to say? No. No, I don't think it was a single. No. No, no. Uh, The the one that was a single was Under Pressure, which is a bonus track at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which we're probably not gonna like review. I don't know. We, I mean, we could listen to it, whatever. 
I remember when that came out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All, all there was was a video. It was a music video. Yeah. I love the little use of the rim shot there. Yeah. It's actually kind of like where they, they clap it over. He's clapping it over the snare drum so you get a little bit of the drum effect too. I wonder if it, on the Wikipedia page, if it says who's credited for violins. <laughs> no kidding, huh? A lot of strings going on. Additional, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, there's a lot of additional musicians. Well, let's see. Bert with string arrangements, probably pointing where to put them. Okay. And John Feldman, obviously. Uh, I dig it. On... Uh, I don't know. 2004 and 2005, man. Yeah. Look, look in your album collections and see when, which albums that you love came out in either 2004 or 2005. Yep. I bet you'd be surprised how many there are. <laughs> Lunacy Fridge. Oh yeah, hard to say, wasn't it? A single. No. Oh. This one, yeah, Lunacy Friends. This one, he's kind of like. Yeah. I don't know. Seems kind of crappy to me. Yeah. This. Little jazzy. Yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah, there's a lot of instrumental stuff going on in this song. And I think on the drums he's using like a a wire brush uh, type thing. I don't know if he's yeah. I, I, it's, it doesn't sound like hot rods to me. It sounds like I don't know. Dun 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 dun. The way they made their music videos, especially on these, like some of that cartoonish art being woven into, I'm surprised they didn't make some kind of cool video with this. Well, song. so that I think that's the same guy through their history. Yeah, the one who basically made the in the next album that like the square art, head that, guy. Yeah. yeah, that's the dude who had been doing all of their art shit. I want to say. Yeah, I want to say. Huh. So they'd had a dude kind of do them the whole time. I wonder if that's anywhere. Let's see here. Take me. So there's some more of that violin. Again, the bass sounds kind of acoustic. It might be. Yeah. With the acoustic guitar. Like oh, there's all those whoa-oh-oh's that must have been John Feldman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lazy. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> there's like, yeah, there's like a clap here. And then you hear some rim shots and then 
There's like almost some cut bongos or something. Those little do 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 do. Yeah. yeah. And there's like the sound of a there's cash a register there's, yeah, there's going, so on. going on. There's just there's all so kinds of stuff on, yeah. just thrown into this. There's probably there's probably someone sitting there like opening and closing boxes <laughs> or dresser drawers or some crap. Like that's probably how they got some of these sounds. It's probably recorded and it was <laughs> silent and you're like, yeah. let's add some Yeah. Let's throw shit some noise in there. in there, man. Just fill it up, you know? Some jazzy little tunes. There's the strings hard. Yeah. Just straight up fiddles or something going on. Wanna take me on. See, there's almost a Latin drum there. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Yeah, the, the guitars filled a little flamenco the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Well, and you had that we go. just sort of Dancing Latin vibe to it. And then this leads into the album's Bump. insane conclusion, yes. I'm a fake. <laughs> Great song. I love it. One of my favorites. Yep. I hate this whole... Poem? <laughs> Once you listen to it a couple oh, yeah. times, oh, yeah. it's like, okay. Okay, dude, we get it, dude. <laughs> But he does this stuff live. He does. Have you? I don't. He does. I, I don't think they play this song live, though. I don't know if he can do this song live. <laughs> not now. <laughs> Probably yeah, not. not. The last time I saw them was in 2014, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was Take It Back Sunday, mm -hmm. and uh, oh they, yeah, I wanted to go to that, ball. and I didn't get to go. I know what you're talking about. I remember hearing about that. Oh my god. I can't remember. The Australian band. They're like my favorites for at least a I year. I remember. Damn it. Dun, dun, dun. And then we're back to it. Yeah, just That's heavy. Dun, 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 it's dun, fast. Dun, it's kind of dun, punky. Super punky, yeah. But hard, I, And then hardcore, hardcore with the vocals, just, though. Yeah, screams the whole time. And he does that thing where he's just kind of floating his voice around. Yeah. No. And he starts screaming. Then he goes back to just, hi. <laughs> And then he goes back to screaming. Oof. And then the drop right there. Yeah. Opens it back up with the open hi-hat. Boom. Dun And the, the drum beat is totally a punk beat. It's really fast on the bass. And the fills. Yeah. Like, that's it, dude. And then in the background, there's that, like... Like, someone, like, screaming in something all... <laughs> Darth Vader-y, almost. <laughs> Darth Vader's in the so background. Darth Vader uh, they called up George Lucas. Hey, can we get some Darth Vader recordings? Uh, yeah, the uh, bass just goes apeshit. Yeah. Time. Everything does. The drums, the bass, the vocals, everything goes yeah. insane <laughs> on this it, song. <laughs> this is like the this epitome the of this album. <laughs> that screw... Ooh. Look at me now. I'm a fake. I'm a fake. This is a if it. I don't know if they play this live, but if they did, everyone would lose their voice. I don't see how you could not. <laughs> I don't think they played this when I saw them. I wish they did. I don't think they did. Maybe they did when this album was like they were touring it. Maybe. Yeah. But it's not really. It wasn't a hit. I don't know. It's it wasn't a, a single hit. or anything. Like, look at the view. The play. Oh, the, the views on, on it. it. Seven. I so, mean, it's ooh, a, it's, it's got a good double amount. of no. <laughs> double of the normal quote tracks. Because yeah. I'm sure people that like us that listen to this album probably like, dude, you got to hear this. 
Yeah, I'm. If, I mean, I'm looking for anything to hit me in the face. Just this build up right here, he gets really oh, kind of yeah, manic and crazy. Yeah, the, the drum roll. Yeah. yeah. Dun 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 dun, and then the yeah, speed it up with the bass a little bit. I love the little uh, snare rolls thrown into that beat too. Just, and then it breaks down into this slower, heavier. Oh, and then it's just like boom, dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. The mosh pits on yeah. here. <laughs> oh god, insane. And then, oh, that's one thing because I've seen the use probably I think four times, three or four times. Yeah. Circle pits always. Oh yeah, yeah. Always. So we're we're out there. Genuine fake. So that's how the album ends, and then there's under pressure if you want to hear that. And that's what so under pressure on Spotify has Michael McRomance. Well, yeah, it has about seven, just under seventeen million views or listens. While I'm a fake has about seven point five. Under pressure is gonna be on because it's gonna bring in all the the, emo shit and all the cover songs. Yeah, so any cover and it's gonna bring in my Chemical Romance fans and MCR people. Or, uh, I mean, Gerard was on this. Yeah, and this is cool. Cool little song. I, I don't like, I kind of just go, oh, that's there, and I don't listen to it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I'm not talking. Yeah, smack about it. it's it was good. really cool when but, it came out. Yeah. But when I and listen to this like, album, okay. it's when I'm a fake is over. If you can just, you, when that rolls out, you can just roll right back into Take It Away. Yeah. If I was, like, at the bowling alley and Under Pressure came on, I'd be pretty stoked. Yeah. But if I was listening to this album, it'd be like, this doesn't really go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good album. My dog's in here like, yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Beast. We're almost done. Beast is here, chilling. just finished. I'm going to put my headphones on Beast and let him hear it. (laughs) Some Under Pressure. (laughs) Oh, oh. let's let him hear it. Take it away. There you go. Let's see what he does. I'm gonna take it away. I want to say <laughs> I've heard, I, or I've seen <laughs> always shook the, him off. The video where that yeah, uh, got little intro to take it away—it's like some religious movie. Oh, really? The greatest message given to us by God. Oh, really? The music video, or or someone no, made a video? It's like a it's like a Christian video or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the. It's like with Evanescence, where they then they go, the band's not, doesn't fit our views, though. <laughs> they like, fit oh, this sounds cool. Let's put, that's pretty funny. I think if I were to pull this album out at, like, a church camp, they would freak. They'd be like, uh. uh the used album? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should be listening to that. But they sample Jesus. <laughs> they say, right here. Listen, very first song. I wonder what that is, though. Huh. Anyways. Yeah. Good album. Produced by John Feldman. Good production. <laughs> so, so there, yeah, great production on this album. Amazing album. Yep. All right, I think that's going to do it for this one. I don't know how else to end it. I don't know how else, I don't know, just take it away. <laughs> Take it away. Later.